Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Tara Gleason and I'm the producer. This week's podcast has been brought to you thanks to Luke Spouses Club. On this week's episode, you're going to learn about Camp Corral, and this camp helps provide children of wounded, ill, injured, and fallen military heroes with an unforgettable summer camp adventure. Listen in as Susan talks with Camp Corral. Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. I will be your host for today. I'm Susan Sellers. As a master parent educator, curriculum developer, and researcher for the Military Child Education Coalition. In addition, I'm also a parent of three teens and the spouse of an active duty service member. Joining me today is Lee Longino, CEO of Camp Corral, and Hannah Hutler, who is the program director of Camp Corral as well. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Susan. Well, it is my pleasure to have both of you. I would love to jump in and have you, Lee, if that's all right, tell us briefly about your organization. Absolutely. I always enjoy talking about Camp Corral. Susan, the mission of Camp Corral is to transform the lives of children of our wounded, ill, and injured, and fallen military heroes by providing camp, uh, advocacy, and enrichment programs. We were founded in 2011, so 10 years ago, and um, during that time, more than 24,000 children of wounded warriors had been served through our signature summer camp program. Over those 10 years, it seems like it was just yesterday, but over those 10 years, we started with one camp here in North Carolina, and we have grown across the country to over 19 states. And most recently, we actually expanded our mission through our virtual programs and our advocacy work, and we're thrilled through that to also be able to reach so many more families. You know, for a demographic characterized by the loss of peer connections, it is so important to have the opportunity for them to feel the social connectedness with peers and, of course, non-parental role models that they find in our programs at camp especially. While a child must have a parent who is wounded, ill, or fallen to attend Camp Corral, our focus is really not placed on that aspect of the child's life. We are really there for them to have a great time at camp and to experience that magic. We emphasize through our programs the opportunity for the children to experience that power of connection. When you're at camp and you're away from so many of the burdens and the challenges of the outside world, that power of connection is so important. And therefore, they're also building their self-confidence um, skills, and then all of that plays into all their resiliency skills that we love to see throughout life. You know, at the end of the day, Susan, it is our vision for us to empower America's most vulnerable military children. We want them to live their best lives possible, whatever that means for them. And camp is a place where they can discover what that is. And, you know, if we can do that, one child, one cabin, and one family at a time, then our entire country is going to benefit from this next generation of leaders. And it is just our honor to be able to to do this and to really bring this group of wonderful military-connected kids together. Well, I have to say, Lee, as you were describing it, immediately resiliency popped in my head. So many people think military-connected kids are just 
born resilience, but resiliency is actually a skill that it can be learned and on oftentimes it needs to be learned. And you touched upon two of the essential elements in building resiliency, which is those coping skills and also making connections, connections with peers or connections mm -hmm. with non-parental role models. I mean, those are some of the founding, as we like to call it, insect, the founding C's, the seven C's of resiliency. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really special that you've tapped into not only, I, I believe the camp is a week, but not only a week of fun, okay. but also elements that can empower these kids. Hannah, what do you think makes the camp unique? Yeah, Susan, thank you so much for that question. Camp Corral pays tribute to the sacrifices of military children, specifically those of wounded warriors, um, by seeking to understand their needs and then offering intentional life tools uh, that empower them to become that strong, independent individual. And I think, Susan, as we go through this podcast, you'll hear Lee and I talk a lot about that connection piece, um, those confidence skills and coping skills, which are so important to our program. And camp is kind of a unique place in that it creates this world where those things happen very naturally in a way that they don't happen out in our everyday lives. And to reiterate what you said, the research tells us that military connected children can be very resilient, but they can also have higher rates of risk taking behaviors. Uh, so one of our goals is to provide programming that helps instill these three C's that we're talking about of the seven that you mentioned before and focuses most importantly on that connection piece, connection for children of wounded warriors. Everyone needs to find their people. Everyone needs to have that connection, right? With people who understand where they're coming from. And 70% of our participants say that they make friends at camp which is huge. As Lee mentioned earlier, this population has a lot of loss of peer connection, uh, as we know from moves or separation from service. All of those things contribute to that. And so we want to make sure that our children have a group of people that they can rely on. Camp is also very confidence building. Uh, we ask children to step way out of their comfort zone and learn new things. If you think about that first time going down the zip line or learning to swim, those are, those are potentially scary things that kids have to force themselves sometimes to jump on, which builds their confidence for the long run. Um, our third outcome is coping skills and camp is full of opportunities to learn how to cope, even if we don't recognize it in that moment. And this goes hand in hand with building confidence. Looking at pre and post test responses to surveys, campers share with us that they are better able to persevere and work through challenges after they participate in camp, which is wonderful. And the other thing that's really important to Camp Corral is respite and not just respite for the child, but respite for the whole family. Kids get the chance to step away from the stresses of their normal environment when they come to camp. And parents tell us that while their kids are at camp, they can rest, um, they can reconnect with their significant other, they can set up VA appointments, they have all these opportunities to take care of some of those things that they don't necessarily get to do while their children are at home. So I think all of those things combined is really what makes our camping program unique. Well, I have to say, I, I remember summer camp and being very intimidated when I first got there. And then at the end of the week, like I had made lifelong friends and I, I'm not sure who was more excited, my mom or myself to have me out of the house for camp. But I love how 
your camp is unique too in that it focuses on veterans, uh, children of veterans and children of wounded warriors and it's such an impressive statistic, 24,000 children served since 2011. Lee, how has the camp evolved over the last few years? So Hannah had a lot of great points there. And, and as you just described too, I love it having, you know, dropped my own children off at, at camp. You know, oftentimes you're dropping children off and they're crying or the parents are crying. And, and then when you, you know, because they might be a little nervous or a little anxious and a little un, the unknown. And then, you know, during that week of camp, the transformation um, that can happen both with the campers at camp as well as the families at home. And so when you're there to pick them up on, at the end of the week, you know, there are tears, but they're the uh, different kind of tears. They're there because they're saying goodbye to their camp friends that they've made and um, they're sharing that joy and that pride of the things that they learned that week. So, you know, I think that as we have evolved also, you know, when we got started back in 2011, it was that idea of, gosh, let's just give these kids and these families, you know, something fun, something exciting. And very quickly, as Hannah described again, we realized too that that magic of camp really takes over. And those children and families are building those resiliency skills and those coping mechanisms and the confidence building. So that when they go home, they are a a different person that's interacting with their family and at, at school and all those things. And of course, as they come back year after year, those um, skills are just strengthened even more. So we are so excited to be able to be going into our 10th year and having served that many. During that time though, you know, we also have more and more veterans returning home, wounded, ill, and fallen. And so the demand for these programs grew by leaps and bounds. So like I described earlier, from one camp all the way to as many as, you know, in 19 different states. So we just had so much growth. And during that time, we began intentionally diving deeper into the unique challenges of these children and their families, their experiences, both at home and at school and with their peers. So that as we gathered that information throughout the year, we could really enhance our messaging, our educational tools to our program providers, and so that when they did come to camp the next summer or for the first time even, that we really are fine-tuning and best serving them to support what they needed through our mission of being in our programs at the camps. You know, we also then really started diving into our research as Hannah was able to describe some of those numbers that we have. And with such a large population of families and children that we serve, you know, we really believe truly in the information that we're gathering and now our responsibility to share that and to provide even deeper, more enriching programs for these children and parents. So through the data collection and research and the reporting tools that we have, you know, our program has refocused some, our strategic plan is refocusing, and through hearing through their words, the children of the wounded warriors, so that we can benefit them and create really sustainable impact for those days long beyond, long beyond the days when they're sitting around the campfire making s'mores. I mean, I think about that, you know, the kids and the parents, they go, and they're sitting around and they're having a great time with their camp friends. And then when they get home, they realize that impact that camp had on them. And those are the longitudinal pieces that um, we are studying and putting a lot of emphasis on so that we really are developing these leaders much later into life for, for all of us to benefit from. As with anybody, when you ask about how we've grown and pivoted, anybody can talk about 
what has occurred over the course of the past year now with the pandemic. And with that, it really did allow us to adapt our programs into the virtual space. You know, there's only a certain number of beds we have at camp, but when you get into a virtual space, we really are able to offer that connection and those confidence and coping skills through many new programs virtually. And we did some unstoppable challenges. We did an amazing pen pal program. And now we're continuing to do even our art program throughout the entire country, children and families alike, those who are former campers and new campers and those who are just learning about Camp Corral. We had a great opportunity this past year also to partner with DAV and we developed Life Tool for Mill Kids, a workshop and video series that are just really fabulous. They're going to make a big impact out there. The Did You Know video series highlighting direct comments from our campers providing insight into their unique challenges. And so, so yeah, we've grown, we've developed, um, we're doing a lot and there's just still so much more to do. So I'm just grateful for this opportunity even today to be able to share some of that with, with all your listeners out there, Susan. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And I love the opportunity to learn something new. You know, Camp Corral sounds like it is yeah. expanded into so much more than just a week. And I love how you've taken COVID-19 pandemic and turned it into an opportunity, not a hindrance, building on the virtual unstoppable challenges, the pen pal programs, the virtual art programs. And for our listeners, I'm going to make sure that we have all this information in our show's notes with links uh, for you to go and check out some of these programs. One of the ones I kind of wanted to explore a little bit, and we talked about resiliency earlier, and I mentioned the seven C's of resiliency, but you've actually incorporated some specific coping skills into the program. And I think you refer to them, Hannah, is it three C's? Is that right? That is Susan. Yes, the three C's that we focus on. Um, and coping skills is a huge one for us. Uh, coping skills, <laughs> it's, it's hard to measure, but it is one of those things that kids develop at camp and kind of tuck it away in their back pocket and take it home with them. Uh, and then on a rainy day or a really challenging day, they have those skills that they can look back on and rely on. So we talk a lot about how um, camp is a really hard experience to replicate. Uh, in the camping world, we talk about how a day in camp is like a week in real life. So all of those experiences you'd have in a week all compacted in that one day. So much is happening. But that also makes it really uniquely suited to build resilience and build these three C's. Uh, and we hear from our parents, too, that after camp, 50% of parents are sharing with us that their child has improved mental health, which is Phenomenal. We know that that is definitely a struggle for children of wounded warriors and military kids in general, uh, and especially during COVID right now, it's a struggle for all of us. But being able to impart better mental health is huge uh, and breaking that down into its components like coping skills is something that we find very important and are trying to incorporate across all of these new programs. While camp is taking kids out of their comfort zone, uh, virtual school and virtual opportunities are also taking kids out of their comfort zone. Uh, and Lee talked a little bit about that life tools for military kids workshop we were able to do with uh, DAV and psych armor. Uh, and that gave us a really good opportunity to look at uh, how do we help kids have coping skills and have the opportunity and the, the words to tell somebody that they need to take some respite. So being able to empower kids with those tools like um, our, we call it our respite square of what are 
things you can do in five minutes and things you can do in 10 minutes that help you cope with the stress that's going on uh, and things that are free that you can do around your house. You know, finances can be a huge barrier. So we really want to provide children with the know-how of this is what I can do right now. I'm feeling super stressed getting ready for this test or knowing that we've got to go to the VA for a mom's appointment tomorrow. So I can sit down in these 10 minutes and I can watch my favorite YouTube channel or whatever that is that provides them that opportunity. Uh, we're also looking at how we can strengthen that peer network because that connection is so important too to provide coping. Uh, so when campers are at camp, they live with a group of peers that are complete strangers at the start of the week. But living in that group setting helps promote a whole different piece of coping that can help prepare them for college life uh, or working through challenges of diverse personalities in their future career. Uh, and we are looking to impart that same kind of connection into peer groups starting this fall, which is super exciting for us to take those connections outside of camp and wrap it around for the rest of the year. So kids can continue to talk to their friends, to meet together and to just be kids and share their experiences like all of us need to do, uh, which is it's so important for youth development and definitely something that we're super, super excited about. Hannah, I love how Camp Corral is expanding past just a, a week long camp opportunities for these kids. The elements that you mentioned, you know, they're so important in not only supporting our children, but also, you know, in their growth and development. One of the other services that you, you mentioned high, um, lightly is that there's a video series out there called Life Tools for Mill Kids. Can you expand on that a little bit? Susan, I would love to. We are super excited about this program. Thanks to the generosity of DAV, we've been able to partner with PsychArmor to work on courses that focus on the needs of military children. Um, so we started this program with a series of workshops called the Life Tools for Military Kids, and that's what I was referencing earlier, being able to provide children with these different skills that they can use at home. We were able to then take what we learned from the kids in those workshops and develop a, a series of videos. And so right now we're working on two different videos uh, that should be finished here in the next month or so. Um, the first one is the 15 things military kids want you to know, which is super exciting for us. We have been talking to our campers over, excuse me, over years and have thousands of responses from children of what they wish the civilian community, um, their parents, their friends, their peers at school, their teachers knew about their experience as a military kid. So we're going to be able to share that so everybody can hear from military kids themselves what they want you to know about this lifestyle. Uh, the second piece that we are working on is uh, one designed to help everyone better support military children, specifically children of wounded warriors at home. Um, that one is called Respite at Home, and it works through some of these coping skills that we talked about earlier, um, empowering children to use their words to talk about how they're feeling and tell us when they need a break. Uh, you know, we see a lot of behaviors that manifest when a child needs a break, but how can we actually empower them to say, hey, something's going on here and I need to take a minute? Um, 
getting them to that point where they can they can think through it in that way and think about their feelings as they uh, as they age and process that a little bit differently. So those are the two videos coming out. We are absolutely thrilled to be able to offer those and do hope that we will have more in the future that will focus on how we can all better support military kids. Well, ladies, I have to say you have me so excited about this camp. I actually went on the website last night. You know, my spouse is a wounded warrior, so I thought, oh, this might be a great opportunity. And sadly, the camp is booked. In fact, I think when we were chatting earlier offline, the camp was filled within 24 hours. Is that right, Lee? That is correct, Susan. Uh, we did feel very quickly this year, and um, it is one of those things that we have faced year after year. You know, the need is so great. And, I mean, it's a fun camp program. I mean, everybody wants to go to camp. So, so families get on and register very quickly and, and open those spots up. Um, we do run a wait list as well. So I definitely encourage folks to, to get onto our website, learn about Camp Corral, learn about all of our different locations um, and what area may be of interest to them. Um, and go ahead and apply and get on our wait list when it is available to do that. But, you know, camp is fun and, and Camp Corral is fun. And, you know, having that opportunity to go and to um, swim in a lake or to hike a mountain with your friends, um, our family camp programs, to be able to do that together with your mom or dad um, or younger sibling who may not be able to go to Camp Corral yet in our traditional programs. You know, we would love to have you all involved and just stay in touch and, and uh, check out our website, www.campcorral.org. Follow us on social media at Camp Corral. And also you're gonna be finding there lots of resources and other program opportunities that we're gonna have throughout the year. Tell us, continue to tell us what it is that you wanna see, what it is that you wanna do, whether it's a virtual program or whether it's a, a camp location in your state. Um, we would just really love to hear from, from all of our listeners out there and the folks who are following us um, and checking out our website. It's just a wonderful way for us to stay in touch. Well, I appreciate that information, Lee, and I, I really like how Camp Corral has expanded from one location now to 19 locations across the United States. I feel like you're being able to tap into more and more children that really could benefit from this opportunity. Lee, for those that missed their opportunity to participate in the camp, can they still have access to the enrichment services being offered outside of camp? Absolutely, Susan, and that is something that I'm so excited to continue to talk about. You know, um, like I said earlier, camp is not also just for these kids. We are offering a family camp program this year and the applications um, and the enrollment for that has not even started yet. So um, stay in close contact with us on our website and on our social media to learn more about family camp. But, you know, family camping is one of those opportunities where you're bringing the whole family together. The moms and the dads and the guardians are there and the siblings to experience camp together, to have fun and to play together, which is so important for anyone and everyone, especially right now. Um, and it gives us all just a lot of assurance of the, of the good things that we're doing and that they can do together. So I really would love for everybody to stay in touch and learn about family camp. 
Um, as Hannah mentioned earlier, the video series is also on our website. And those are all, you know, these enrichment programs that we have, those are for and open to anyone out there, um, those demographics of the wounded, ill, injured, and fallen families. We are making those for them and for anybody to access those. And we just can't expect more than just having a great opportunity for those. Well, thank you for sharing that, Lee. And Hannah, thank you so much for coming on as well. I see that there are so many more opportunities out there on Camp Conrad than just a week of fun. Um, there, so mm -hmm. listeners, I really encourage you to, to check out their social media pages, uh, their website. We will include those in the show notes, as I mentioned earlier, so that you can uh, look for when registration is for family camp, as well as these other enrichment services that are available to all our military connected children. So ladies, thank you for coming on today and sharing with us. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so Susan. much, Susan. And to our listeners, we want to wish you a happy and healthy day. You've been listening to the MSEC podcast. This podcast has been made possible thanks to Luke Spouses Club. You can listen to this podcast and those archived by topic when you subscribe and download at Podbean, iTunes, MSEC's all military connected children by educating, advocating, and collaborating to resolve education challenges associated with the military lifestyle. Learn more about our partnerships, programs, and initiatives at militarychild.org. Follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram for the latest on our enduring mission to serve the children of those who serve us all. Be sure to join us again next week. Thanks for listening.